Three, two, one. women like tall dark men i'm not most women i like fat and ginger yes ladies and gentlemen it's eight o'clock on a monday night which means it's time for fat and ginger my name is tim young and across the desk from me as always is my distant professional acquaintance luke massey i wouldn't say professional tim you just said it was monday night what is it? Tuesday. It's Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. go back to my Voice FM days. Yeah, that's right, it's mate. Well, anyway, it's been good to uh, have all our <laughs> listeners that just tuned off because we couldn't even get the day right. Uh, it's Tuesday night, and that is time for Fat Ginger <laughs> at 8 o'clock. G'day, everyone. We have, look, would I be wrong in saying that this is one of the biggest shows we've ever had? Oh, tonight? massive, and we are massively underprepared. Can we tell the listeners what's actually happening or not? Yeah, of course. I think so. I, I think, think we've we, got we, to come clean. They're, they're our people. You know, we yeah, and they understand that we yeah. stand for a certain shoddiness and a certain unprofessionalism. <laughs> And we are going to give it to them in spades tonight. And it really, it's all about just finding a better offer, and you've had one tonight. I've had one, yeah. <laughs> so the reason that we are in the studio so early, so it's actually just gone five o'clock, and I looked in my diary last night yeah. to realise I had tickets to Jim Jeffries in Melbourne tonight. That's right, yeah. Uh, so I raced back from Melbourne. Yep. I was up there today just uh, seeing someone. I raced back from Melbourne, right? Yep. This is how professional I am. Yeah. Coming here to do a pre-record, so yeah. we, we are a couple of hours early. Apologise, yeah. uh, listeners. But it's still a Tuesday don't, night. Don't bother calling in. We won't be here to answer yeah, it. Right. And and then I'm going to race back for Jim Jeffries because I just didn't want the people of Geelong to suffer through a Tuesday night alone. No, and that's right because we're all about our listeners, aren't we? Or our listener. I think so. Yeah. Same. Our look, listener. Yeah. So we're fa- all about him. Look, I should have taken him to Jim <laughs> Jeffries. It would have been easier. <laughs> so look, we have got a massive show, and and um, what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about my force night out. Aren't we? That's probably well, that is what is on the tip of everyone's tongue. It is. It's, it's, yeah. Now, I had one of the great nights sitting there on Sunday night. We need to get straight into it, but I just want to prep the listeners of what yeah. happened. So if you didn't listen last week, Tim, we exchanged tickets, yep. and he, Sunday night, had to go to his event, yep. which was a drag rave in Fitzroy. It started at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. You came around during the day to get your costume ready, <laughs> right? We, we tried to dress you in a costume. You weren't up for no, it. I wasn't up Didn't for it, Didn't have a bar of it. But you did come past and say hello, and I was so excited about the night. I called you a few times throughout the night, but then the phone just stopped being answered, and I thought either Tim's had enough and he's driven home, yep. or he's got lucky. <laughs> i tell you what, it, you were so excited about it, I thought you should have gone. Yeah, you I were know. that pumped up, but you were only pumped up because you weren't going to it. Well, you couldn't find anyone to go either, could you? And, and do you know what the thing was? It wasn't so much the rave itself, it was the times. Yeah, <laughs> the fact it started at nine o'clock. Like I like to be in bed all tucked up by about seven forty-five, watching maybe an episode of Dairy Girls or something. You know, <laughs> nine o'clock. Anyway, did you see any Dairy Girls there? There yeah, are plenty of girls of all varieties. A couple and of Dairy blokes, he's and them's and well, whatever. look, but let's talk about it later because we, we will get to it. We get to it straight up. But yep. we've got a very special guest tonight too. Go on. Well, so, uh, <laughs> a friend and acquaintance of mine, a great full forward. I think he kicked somewhere between four hundred and fifty and five hundred goals. That's amazing for Melbourne. Wow. And has had an even better career after football. He's a, a TV superstar. Yep. He plays in a band, mate. He's a gun. What? Yeah, I've heard him play. He's pretty good. Is he better than you? Oh, of course he is, mate. <laughs> better. You're better than me. And, that. and he's absolute superstar bloke too. Russell Robertson is going to join us. Mate, that's fantastic. I can't wait. Now, we've made a few alterations to the running order, and I have the old hard copy in front of me. So okay. Well, why, why don't we play a song? Yep. We'll recollate what we're actually doing here, <laughs> and we'll get back to you guys soon with something. Beautiful. Could be anything. That's it. Lovely. All right, Lukey, who was that? That was Ed Sheeran, mate. Who's that? Ed Sheeran. <laughs> nah, just joking. What do you mean? He's the most famous ginger person in the world. More famous than Ben Stokes. We are hanging our hat on Ed Sheeran that one day we might get laid. I don't he, know. And do you know what? He actually, when you when you hear him speak, to he seems like a fantastic person. Yeah, he does, mate. Yeah, he's, he's very down to earth. Yeah, I like the fact that he wrote a song for Warney and uh, the guy from Mushroom. What was his uh, name? Gadinsky. He yep. wrote a song for him too. So too. seems like a ripping bloke. Yeah. And I'm happy to play him here on my show. I'll give him a little go, little leg up. <laughs> he needs he might too. write a song for me one day. Now, what do you got next, mate? We've got some exciting news. Uh, we've got someone. On the line, 
a very special guest. Yep. Played a lot of games for Melbourne, was in their leadership group, kicked, I reckon, 500 goals. Yep. Easy. Easy. He's a mark of the year every year. Yeah. And also, after his footy career, he has gone on to do a lot of presenting. He's, it's not you, is it? <laughs> no, it's not me, mate. I didn't play for Melbourne. And and also, an amazing musician. We should try and play some of his music on here yeah, at some stage. Not? But uh, also, now he's appearing, as well as on Fox Footy, in a Ladbrokes campaign called Arguments About Footy Over Coffee which is getting a lot of traction in the, what do you call it, the, the, the world of media? Online world. Online world, yep, that you know well with all your subscriptions. Yeah, very good. So uh, can we just give it up for, hang on, I've yeah, got to get Don't do the applause because I just want to make sure the phone works. All right, hang on. No, I've got to do the applause, mate. Ready? Give it up for the amazing, the incredible, the talented Russell Robertson. <laughs> the biggest pump up I have <laughs> ever received. Thank mate, you. That, that applause is genuine too, Russ. Yeah, that's right. We've got... We've got a live broadcast here with a thousand people. It is, because I don't know how to turn it off, mate, so it goes for about 30 <laughs> seconds, so if you can just bear with us. We've been gone for two years. Yeah, I know. We should have figured it out. I can fade it down. There we go. Yeah. How are you, Robbo? Um, I'm really good. I'm feeling bigger and better than Ed Sheeran right now. Well, I'll put you up on the same pedestal. <laughs> I'll ask you this. Has Ed Sheeran kicked 400 and whatever goals? Oh, I, I, I don't even ball. reckon he would have kicked one, Tim. No, that's right. Uh, Not one. Well, he scores in other ways, though, and that's through the sweet, sultry sound of his voice. That, that is true, but for a bloke who's ginger, mate, he's doing really well for himself, and he, he is. Well, you've you've basically got to be the most famous person in the world to get a girl when you're ginger. I yeah, think exactly. Yeah, and oh, you look at Prince Harry; he's going all right for himself. He is uh, Rachel ben, off suits or a prince or a prince. for a prince. Yeah, like I'm sure he would have. Ben Stokes, how would he go? But so I think I think with Harry, he would have been like Cinderella. What, the prince in the old days? Go on. Who, who just sort of sent his henchmen out to go find this girl with a shoe for guidance and bring them back to him. I reckon that's what he would have done. He would have been watching Rachel from Suits and goes, all right, I'll have her go but, get her. Know, apparently isn't the story something along those lines is that he was watching Suits, saw Rachel on Suits and said, oh, that's it. And, I'm, I'm and pursued. Yeah. 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 So Fair there enough. you go. Anyway, we're not here to talk about Prince Harry. <laughs> so he won't return our calls. He won't. No, he won't come on the show. No, but right. Robbo will. 100% he will. And, and, I was easy to guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, Robbo, uh, you've had a, a pretty good playing career, mate. You've had a pretty good career after your, your, your playing career as well. So let's start with this segment that you're doing at the moment. Well, look, he, um, Ladbrokes, as you know, uh, and he mentioned just off the top there, uh, have um, been doing some fun online content. And I think, you know, most companies these days, if you're smart, you'll, you'll employ someone to, to look after your social media and your, your, your online stuff um, just to get in the face of people. Just get, It's a great way to advertise yourself. And um, well, I think what we've been doing with Ladbrokes, which is, as you said, is arguments with footy players over coffee, um, has been really great. It's not about gambling. It's not about, and I know Ladbrokes, Ladbrokes is a gambling company. And, Sports bed and all these things. Well, someone's got to pay the bills, don't they? Well, that's right. And somebody, and and you could argue that you know we're not, you know, they're, they're not the greatest in terms of um, you know the people that have gambling problems. But but really, they're they're a company like any other, and they're actually trying to do something positive in a really positive space um, by by you know getting people um, listening to footballers talk about footy, which is just great. And we've had a ball, mate. We've been we've caught up with Dipper. We've caught up with. Uh, some of the current day. Oh, well, we haven't got any going current day. Yet. Brad Johnson. Um, we just we just released one with Dipper actually, which I, I watched. Well, we haven't released it, have we? Luke? Well, we watched it this afternoon. And yeah, I sent it through to you, mate. I thought you'd enjoy that because it, oh, we, we've edited it in such a way that you actually get a word in. That's <laughs> <laughs> just what you can do in the studio crackers. afterwards. But we've got some crackers coming up, haven't we? So um, yeah, that's yeah, right. We we've had Dale Waitman, Cuda. Cuda was fantastic, mate. Mm. Who else have we had? Uh, Archie Thompson from the yeah. world of soccer. Yeah, well, that's big news today. Yeah, well, we'll be talking about that later. Yeah, well. I've got I've got Australia making the World Cup in my that's crap oh, section. I know you have, yeah. It's controversial. Be a little bit of vitriol from the community, but <laughs> uh, so so yeah, it's just been a little bit of fun, Robo, and that's what it basically is all about, isn't it? It's just people having a listen and and switching off from all the stuff you come across every day. You might have the the missus or the husband nagging at you. You might have yeah. the kids carrying on like a deal, so you just retreat, you have a look at your phone and you watch a bit of quality content like that. And I've got to say this, mate, you're pretty bloody good on it. <laughs> Thank you, mate. I, I do love to laugh, and, and this is what has endeared me, I think, to a lot of the guys that I catch up with. And, and the nicest thing for me 
uh, Luke, is that, that someone like Brad Johnson, who's a contemporary of mine, we played against each other and, and you're from the other end of the field and you have this respect for each other, but then you catch up and you realise that these guys, they're, they're, they're good friends and, mm. and I'm realising this all over again. So it's been really positive for me. Um, I like to... I like to, you know, take the mickey out and they like to take the mickey out. I've got no problems with that. I think we can get a little bit serious about things and, you know, we just have a bit of fun because the last couple of years, and, and you know yourself being a comedian, it's been hard yakka for a lot mm. of people. And yeah. I think we just need to relax a little bit with the way we're going to. We're starting to really clamp down on certain aspects of life. And you know what I'm talking about. Um, we, we really do need to work our hardest put a smile on our faces and help each other get through some dark times and that's what I love about this we're laughing we're talking about footy we're not we're not held back by an uh, an AFL putting money into the station if you know what I mean yeah that's for sure we certainly can't get any support from the (laughs) AFL they're not involved in any way shape or form I don't think we're even allowed to say the word AFL Robbo no (laughs) the letters letters are inbound as we speak (laughs) we can only use 23 letters of the alphabet (laughs) Uh, there's a bit going on isn't there around the AFL world at the moment and uh, you know every week's a new week and we're just trying to look at the lighter side of things mate and I think it's coming across really well. I know we did one the other day uh, with Lawrence Mooney because I sort of help out a little bit, don't I? And, uh, Lawrence Mooney was there, uh, and geez, he was funny, mate. And yeah, he's, he's a class. He, he left a couple of images in my head for the rest of the day. Seriously, yeah. I, I walked out of there with my face was hurting from smiling and laughing so much. <laughs> yeah, he's an absolute gun, Lawrence Mooney. Very, I mean, very I, funny. I met man. him once, and he, yeah, same thing. I just. And so a lovely fella too. Yeah, that's very right. polite, yeah. very humble, and uh, was. Yeah, and we've had a couple of rippers on the show, and, uh, and and I'm sure we've got a few more coming up. We've got a few good ideas, haven't we? We have. Um, we've got some really iconic players coming in, and we've got not necessarily footballers, and that's the thing I'm loving about this. So we had Archie Thompson, and he loves his demons, but he's obviously a, a man of soccer, and and. We, got, we get a different perspective on things. I'm getting in, tapping into some museo mates. We're tapping into comedians. We're tapping into the broader, um, you know, community uh, to try to, you know, speak to our fellow, um, you know, Australians uh, rather than just hey, coming in from that footy angle. But I'm looking. Can I break? Can I tell them who we we got coming up? Can I yeah, why not, mate? Yeah. If we don't get them, don't. No one listens to us anyway. You've, you've... No one watches it. No, we, you know what? Cuda had an amazing. Um, uh, following uh, the one we did with Cuda, it seems to have been. Um, yeah, it went into the stratosphere, didn't it? Is that right? Yeah, yeah I think just like because Carlton supporters are pretty passionate. They are, um, yeah. and not a lot of them have anything else going no. on in their life. No, so, well, they're just they're just waiting for it all to crash down, aren't they? Yeah, that's right. That yeah. sort of feeling of impending doom. Even so they, they watch it. Well. They watch what they can while they're up and about, because <laughs> it's like they yeah. know that, that that fall is just around the corner. That's, that's, so. I think that this um, this is why the front bar is. It worked so well because it is a comedian sort of look at, at football, which I love. I really yep. love it. I think, um, you know, as much as you can, get some, some funny men on some shows and, and, and let them loose. Um, and don't slap them in the face when they say stuff, you know. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Because cause these guys, are, especially comedians, Australian comedians, they know footy. They've watched it all their lives. They love it. And they, <laughs> they can... They can deliver in such a way that just gets you giggling, and that's what we're trying to do with this. And we've got Dougie Hawkins coming up. Oh, I cannot wait. Fantastic. You know, that's been a... Um, a lot of people have rung me or messaged me and said, get Dougie Hawkins on this thing you're doing. I'd love to see where he's at. And I rang him today, actually, and he's working a lollipop at the moment. He's been doing it for a lot of years. And he, people have said to him, you get this, people have walked, uh, driven past, walked past him and sort of insinuated that he's failed, you know, by... By working traffic. Oh, really? He thinks, he thinks he's won. He just stands there all day long. And, and chats. And he doesn't have to talk because he can't do it very well. <laughs> <laughs> and he was an absolute regular oh. superstar on the footy show for many years he back was. when it was at its peak. Yeah. And to say, you know, he's failed because he's doing that now, it's just ridiculous, mate. You know, not everyone goes on to be a high roller. Not everyone goes on to a, a career in media or, or coaching. And some of the people that have probably shouldn't. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. It was great. Yeah. Look, yeah. I completely agree about you know bringing the levity and the, the funny people in the sport because I think, especially as Australians, we probably take sport a bit seriously at times. When, Absolutely. When you look at what's what's happened in the world over the past couple of years and what's happening in the world now, sport isn't serious. 
Sport. Oh, no. Yeah, sport. It's supposed to be a release, isn't it? It is. It's just a game. And so we, we go on about how serious it is. I heard um, uh, Gideon Hague, the cricket journalist, once said that the joy of sport is taking something that's not serious, <laughs> excuse me, seriously. And that's yeah. the joy of sport. And yeah. so I completely agree that we should be bringing more funniness, more humour into it. I Having said that, uh, Tim as a Richmond supporter has just given me absolute pacing for the last five years. <laughs> Go Tigers. Uh, so I didn't really find any joy in that. No. I, you know, I'd like it to stop, please. That was the idea, though. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, no, look, it, it is great, mate. It's a great segment. Now, it's not the only thing you're doing at the moment. You've got Fox footy. Every time I chat to you, you're busy as. You've got Fox footy on, on the weekends and also your band as well that you play with and you play acoustically on your own as well. So how do you find enough hours in the week, mate? Well, I'm exactly right, and it's, it's a careful sort of uh, dance through the diary every day just to make sure that you're doing it and not letting anybody down. But I, I also teach guitar. I just had a kid uh, over, and uh, that's one of the joys of my life too because just to see the, the, the this particular young fella, young fella Ollie's name is um, that I just had, he, he just loves it so much, and he practices, and he comes on to some of my gigs and, and watches and tries to learn and he just loved that sort of passion you know I thought it was sort of gone you know I thought oh well they've got all these phones these days and they've got devices but they don't need uh, they're not impressed anymore but this kid is so impressed he's been really giving me a lift and I know it's not much you know especially when you're on TV and you're doing all these wonderful things and out on the MCG just to be sitting in a room and teaching someone basic chords and basic um, music it's one of the best things that I do uh, that along with working for the Melbourne Football Club worked in their media department sort of marketing for a lot of years things are back and firing again you know we were away last year it was held in Perth wasn't it and now it's back and it's great it's good to see everyone at the MCG 70 odd thousand at the MCG yesterday uh, yeah so it looked like a big crowd on the telly mate how many different pay slips do you get a week <laughs> you're doing about 14 jobs mate are you sure you're not standing there holding the lollipop sign next to Dougie as well <laughs> Well, mate, in lockdown, I um, I did that. Um, did you really? Tell you, it, it, it's bloody hard. I don't bring mean to bring it, the the, uh, the vibe down, but when when it all happened for me, I don't know. You guys have your own stories um, to tell. I've got three boys here, um, and and homeschooling and all that oh, yeah. sort of stuff was quite challenging. But I had a mate who's a builder, and he said, "Mate, get off your ass and come and you know do just just, just get them. and do something, yeah." And I said, oh, all right, you know, I'll give it a go. Oh, my God. Being a 43-year-old ex-footballer whose body is falling apart from landing on his back and his knees and his hips as you trying to take marks against big guys, yeah. it really knocked me about. But I did it for two years straight. Um, Good on you. And I'm yeah, well done. proud of myself because it did get me back doing something that I'd never really done, and it gave me a different perspective on what a lot of, Aussie blokes do and women as well on a day-to-day basis and um, doing what I do like you know catch up in the cafe and talk crap for a couple of hours <laughs> hey it's very very noble work I think <laughs> yeah, <Robert. that's> right. <laughs> good perspective so yeah. you know it was it was challenging and I know there's been some dark times for a lot of people um, since the pandemic happened and it probably continues to happen and this is what we're trying to help with now with our arguments about coffee is just put some smiles on some faces and bring the lighter side of life Absolutely, mate. Now, I just got this image of you doing the lollipop thing and Rex Hunt driving past and winding his window down and going, Robertson! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, mate, I told you that story. About Rex Hunt. Yeah, that's what jogged my memory. Yeah, it actually happened, didn't it? (laughs) He wound his window down a busy street and just started commentating. That's fantastic. To Robbo and then finish with the big Robertson. That's great. You know you've made it when that happens, right? So what, you were working construction and that happened, is that right? Well, no, I'd gone to catch up with my missus in my break and we'll get a coffee. And um, I was down in uh, the local town here and it was quite sort of beautiful sunny day. Yeah. And um, everyone's in the cafes on the street and there's this little crossing, you know, pro- uh, pedestrian crossing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He stopped into the front of the pedestrian crossing and we're standing there waiting for our coffee just in a daydream and all of a sudden you hear this commentary. Like back in the day, Triple M, the whole bit, you know, the ball started on the halfback flank. <laughs> player by player. Uh, and until and it landed in my hands in the forward line with a big rub, like you just said, like, yeah. Robertson, and then gave it the big yibbita yibbita, Robertson, you are a star, and he took off. How good That's is that? Awesome. <laughs> That would have been witnessed by about 10 people. It would be the greatest thing ever. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That would be so good to see. 
Yeah. Oh, I was so happy for the rest of the day and the rest of my life. I can always tell that story how Rex commentated in the street. But... Commentated, you're getting a cappuccino. <laughs> uh, but, mate, here's a story for you. I, uh, yeah. I uh, through my whole football career, and I don't mind telling this story because it's really personal, um, but it's, 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 a good, it's a good ending, so bear with me. Mm. I, I um, and a couple other ex-footy, um, ex-Melbourne guys, got in with this... Um, financial uh, advisor and he did quite well for a couple of the boys and which prompted them to say to me Robert you should get in on this um, it's it's um, it's all legit stuff it's just investments and whatnot it's like out of Queensland right so I, I ship all my superannuation into this um, property thing up in New South Wales mm. now it's a typical story that you heard on ACA or something like this uh, this bloke was an absolute dodge. Um, things all came crumbling down all at once. And, and long story short, I lost every cent of super that I had made wow. in my whole football career. Wow. Now, that might seem like, oh, well, you know, bad luck, mate. You shouldn't have done that. But when you play for 13 years and you get to the end of it and you go through a divorce like I did, you sort of split everything up a little and, you know, lose a lot of money. So you're already down half. Mm. At least I got my super. But then yeah. that got stolen from me as well. I had nothing. So... I went through a really dark few years um, uh, after my football career, like really, really low. Mm. And uh, <coughs> I tried to fight it. We got this other this lawyer up in Queensland to help us out. He ended up being an absolute bastard as well. He took all our documentation and information and went underground as well, and we couldn't contact him. And then we just thought we had nothing, you know. And then a mate of mine who... Um, he's my um, accountant now. Superstar put me onto a lawyer. He said, mate, you're just going to have to bite the bullet. You're going to have to pay for a lawyer to try to get it back. I mean, why not? Mm, you've got nothing to lose. No, that's right. You know, you've lost everything already. So I did. I found this superstar lawyer, um, local Melbourne person, and, and she was phenomenal. She just went to town. And look, it cost me a few bucks at the time, but then... The end of the story is this. After, after, um, well, how long have I been retired now? I ended up in 2009, so just last year. This is how long this went on for. Last year, I'm working a lollipop at the construction site. You know, they're getting trucks in and out of this big, um, this um, big job we're doing down in Brighton, and all the BMWs and Mercedes and Range Rovers are driving past me and looking at me like I'm a big failure. <laughs> and that's okay because, and it was like 5:30 in the morning. And that's okay. I didn't mind that so much because, but it was freezing, and I'm just thinking, ah, oh, this sucks. You know, I've come from, oh, how far I've fallen from taking hangers on the MCG. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when I get this email uh, to say um, that the, the bank that we were dealing with has ruled in my favour, and I'm getting every cent back. Wow! wow in man. fact, in fact, through mental distress. Um, they more than doubled it, which wow. was phenomenal. Like, I'm standing there in the pitch of dark, my fingers are freezing, I get this little rumble email in my pocket, I have a look at it, and I'm sort of, <laughs> all of a sudden, I'm on top of the world. Yeah, yeah. It would have felt like taking another hanger. Yeah, exactly. Who was next to you? From there, you know, yeah. just obviously, um, it's, a, it's not linear, it's up and down, isn't it? But um, from there, things have just gotten better and better and better, and good jobs have come along, and Sold, sold my business, um, you know, and then I've, and then to cap it all off, I'm working with you, Luke. You know, that's the great. Well, thing. I was hoping I'd get a little mention at the end. Like, <laughs> it's almost like the the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, isn't it? You <laughs> slid down and you've just landed on your feet. Hey, on, so. Robert, every silver lining has to have a cloud, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't a complete happy ending there, but yeah. uh, now that's fantastic, mate. That you got it all back and and more. Handsome. Yeah. So. You were able to double it. That's like going to the casino and yeah. chucking everything on, on red. I'm just wondering if I can get the number of this bloke. <laughs> well, I'm happy to give you my 30 grand. You need to, I need to give this lawyer a, a, a you know, big bit, bit of promo. But here, yeah. put it this way. Here's somebody I, I push really hard. I work really hard. I've sold of the earth stuff. You know, get in there and get my knees dirty and I've got to win. How about you, though, Lucky? I mean, you working with me, it just, it just shows that, Good things happen to shit well, people. Well, exactly. <laughs>
<laughs> and, and like, as I'm twice divorced, Robbo, I wouldn't mind chatting to this lawyer if I can get some of my super back. Yeah. That'd be good. You are no chance. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, mate. It's a really good message. And, and I imagine that it would have been some dark times there. And I've heard a lot of, uh, not, not exactly the same story as that, but a lot of really tough stories over the last two to three years. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it just seems like those same people have all bounced back. And uh, sometimes it just pays to, to believe in yourself, have good people around you. And if you're finding that people aren't good around, you get rid of them. Well, that's it. Yeah, you do need to make those hard decisions sometimes, don't you? And as yep. much as you want to help everybody, you can't. You got to you got to figure out what's 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 right for you and your your closest. And and the thing that I did, and and I tell a lot of people this, you know, there's so many messages out there. How do you sort of avoid depression? How do you avoid dark times? I think the best thing that you can do is just go to work, yep. put your head down, and get your bum up, and pick up a shovel or pick up a a broom and do something. Do something. Get your, yep. Get your mind active, and it could be the most arbitrary thing. Yep. Don't yeah. sit on your phone and scroll. Don't wallow in pity. Don't talk about all the bad things. Go to work. Just do. Do. Yeah. Well, who was the famous? That's coach? an inspirational. Um, yeah, coach's speech, exactly. wasn't it? Yeah, don't think. Do. Do. Yeah. Don't think. Do exactly. Yeah. And, and usually, it'll turn. It comes back your way, but it won't turn. Nothing happens if you stay in a dark room. Because no. people don't see you and they don't they don't know that they can work with you. If you get out there, like I used to um, wake up in the morning when I was after I went through my divorce and I thought I was losing my my son and uh, and, and my whole world was falling apart. Cause I'm from Tassie and all my family's down there and I couldn't move back. I didn't have anyone over here. And it's not a sob story for me because I've been really lucky in my life. I've had some great things and my life has only been awesome ever since I started this way of thinking. Get out there, talk to people sit in a cafe and be bright and happy and put yourself out there and go to work. You know? That's right. And, it's, and it really has got me out of some crap. So, um, yeah, that's my message. Good on you, mate. And that's a really good message. And for people to say you're a failure because you're standing on a construction site, do you know how much those people get paid, oh, mate? That's right. Exactly. Like, we had a chat with Dar Waitman. He's another bloke we had on the show. Oh, I wish he got his order And, and uh, no, I did mention you. Yeah, what did he say? Uh, he said, I'm not interested. Yeah, fair um, But he, he, he said that his first year of footy, yeah. which was, what, 1979 or somewhere yeah. around about there, he, he got paid 375 bucks for the whole year. <laughs> so yeah. those blokes get that an hour just about. Oh, you know? yeah. So um, yeah, there's no job that's a failure, mate. If you're working hard that's and you're all. providing for your family and yourself, you're not a failure at all. There's, there's it's the people huge, who don't do that. That's the right. There's a huge and amount of I'm dignity really in look, any job. I'm looking forward to speaking with Dougie Hawkins um, about all of this. Yeah, exactly, mate. Well, Catching up with him, so. Yep. And he'll be good for an argument, too. I don't reckon <laughs> you'll win that one. <laughs> so. he, won't bring a, he won't bring big words or long words. But he'll he'll <laughs> he'll get you otherwise. He'll bring he'll, focus with, and with Yeah, that's right. Yeah, with his wily uh, Footscray ways. But uh, it's really good message you've got, mate. So anyone listening out there, uh, you know, you've got a bloke of this, the, the stigma of Russell Robertson who's who's been down as well mm. and, and felt those things that you're feeling. Get out of that dark room. Like you said, nothing good happens there. Although I did go past him's dark room a couple of times when I was living with him. There's plenty going on in there. But that's... Um, <laughs> oh, I, my I've, God. I've man. lost all those subscriptions and he moved out too. I'm there's, a free, that. there's a lot of free stuff out there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is a really good point, mate. And uh, anyone listening, that oh, you couldn't get a better message than that can't agree get more. out there agree more. Absolutely. work your butt off and, and, and bring yourself back eventually I think if good people get out there and work hard and keep persisting I believe good things happen yeah absolutely yeah. that's what we're trying to do here at Fat and Ginger isn't it yeah well it's not working mate <laughs> maybe in 20, we've gone backwards maybe in 2046 or something I don't know oh, hang on you did say work hard yeah that's where we fall there we go yeah. <laughs> alright so hey, Robbo that's fantastic mate thank you so much for being with us and giving up your time and uh, I'm sure you've got plenty going on. Uh, you, you know, you sort of said you you uh, got the kid, young kid uh, teaching him guitar as well. Yeah. Right. You, you also uh, coach the local, young fellas basketball team as well. You were telling me a story the other day. Yes, yeah, so I coach my son's domestic team. I'm the assistant coach of his rep team. I um, wow. obviously help out with his footy team as well whenever I can, but I try to take a sort of backwards, you know, seat, back seat on that one and let other parents and. Then I'm uh, about to head off now to coach the my, I'm the co-coach of the MCC women's football team down here in Bow Morris. Now that may sound like a lot of stuff, but you manage it and you make it work. I, every second week I do a little bit of coaching. I don't get to every game because my weekends are obviously chock full. And yeah. I'm playing a game of footy this weekend actually. Turner's Beach down in 
penguin uh, down near where I grew up near Penguin in Tasmania. I'm flying down on Sunday. Oh wow! This is Sunday coming. Yeah. Jesus, I don't know. So we won't we won't organise any coffee shoots for the week after then. We'll give you a few days to rest the body. No, I need some rest. <laughs> Do you reckon you'll be able to take a few of those hangers these days? When was the last time you attempted one, mate? God knows I'll try. I don't know any other way when I go. <laughs> but I'll, I'll probably be less uh, vertical and more horizontal with my jumps uh, when yeah. I run. We'll see how we go. Fantastic. Good on you, mate. Well, thanks, Rob. I really appreciate it, mate, for giving up your time. I know you're a busy man. And uh, for those lo- that lovely message, I think, so yeah, yeah. anyone listening on the Pulse, you know, do. Do like Robbo. That's it. Yeah, yeah. do. All right, buddy. Good on you, guys. Thanks, mate. All right. Well, that was Robbo. What a champion bloke. And we're going to give him a little bit of chilli peppers just for hanging with us. Yep, 100%. Because that's what we're all about. Yep. Station sponsor. Great to hear from the sponsors. They keep the lights on and the international roast coffee stocked. They, they do. What was that? There was one there. I don't know what she was saying. Yeah, she was speaking Indonesian, but my bass Indonesian's not great, so yeah. I don't know what she was saying. I didn't hear Bintang once. No, that's right. So I was now, listening for that. Talking of places that serve alcohol. <laughs> yeah. We're going to talk about uh, my valiant effort. Oh, yeah. Because so, we had Rob up front. He, he's, got, he's a very busy man, isn't he? <laughs> very busy man. got some man. stuff to do. We're very lucky to have him on. But, couldn't agree more. Uh, because he was on so early, we didn't get to talk about your night out, Tim. No, that's right. And I, you know, uh, how do we... How do we I'll tell you what. Let's start it with a jingle. All right. This is on. the jingle for yep. Force Night Out, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Time to get the boys out of their comfort zone and broaden their horizons with a fast night out. Indeed. So my a bit of uh, background noise. Yeah, is, I don't that, is that gunfire? It sounds like gunfire in the background. Not being a military man myself, I wouldn't Olga, know. I wonder where she records it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe she could get to somewhere quieter. I don't know. Yeah, we, we can't complain, can we? She's in a war zone, for God's sake. Well, we are paying her about $2 a year. So, yeah, so. Now, so... My first night out, I had my tickets given to me on the show last Tuesday night. That is correct. And I was sent off to a rave at Yaya's on Smith Street. Well, not Street. just any rave. Hang on, I'm, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. <laughs> just cool your jets there, champ. Okay. Right, so I was sent off to a rave, a drag rave run by Thursday at Yaya's and Smith Street and Fitzroy. Yeah, it was great. It was great. So you, you gave me tickets to some play that I've got coming up Thursday you're night. You're going to see it Thursday. So you're going to see Jim Jeffries so tonight, I'm but that's nothing compared, compared to, to Thursday night. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. I'm really yeah. looking forward. What was it called? A woman and a... F- Children. Mother, Courage and Her Children. Yeah. Thank you by Bertolt Brecht. Oh, that should be great. Bertie Brecht. Uh, you know, I might not be laughing so much next week, but I'm laughing now, Tim, and that's the main thing. You are. Because I through throughout the night, uh, like I rang you... All throughout the night. Well, I was so Luke, excited. Hang on. Let's not start with the night itself. Let's start at the lead up to the night. So okay, go on. on the Sunday, I think I dropped around and saw you and picked up a couple of things and we spoke. Yeah, and, well, and I tried a couple of costumes on for you, like yeah, that vest that's, with the bright yellow shirt underneath. That's what you want to be able to sort of yellow and the black sort of contrasting colours. Now, to say you were excited about me going to this thing <laughs> would be a gross, gross understatement. I nearly didn't sleep Saturday night. I was were, excited. You were cock-a-hoop. I was. You were so happy. You were grinning like a Cheshire cat. I was almost day. thinking about driving up, not telling you I was going, mm. just so I could watch you through the window. Is that oh. a bit for, for you or something? So we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to all that later yeah, on. Okay. So anyway. Oh, can, can I play this? This what? was Tim on the way up, right? In the car, I, yeah. In the car. So yep. I rang Tim. Yep. Uh, this was around, so it started at nine. Yep. And, s- and I rang Tim with some good news. Yep. And this is, well, this is what happened. To, to, is, hang on, before you play that, to say that I was unenthusiastic about going, <laughs> again... I would, think it comes across in your voice, but we'll, we'll let them be the judge of that. Be an understatement. But here, play it for us. All right, here we yeah. go. What do you want? Hey, buddy, how you doing? Uh, what are you up to? No, not much, mate. Just at home watching a bit of uh, Kindergarten Cop, actually. All right. Yeah, just All on right. Netflix, mate. Just a quiet one in. What are you up to? You know what I'm up to. Don't try that shit on me. Oh, it's a Sunday, isn't it, mate? Yeah, that's right. You're off to... Was it a, a drag rave? What are you... Drag rave, that's right. What are you dressed up as? I'm dressed up as me. That's what I'm dressed up as. I'm in the car. I'm driving up Punt Road right now. <laughs> and pissing down rain. And I know there'll be a line-up, so I have to stand in the rain to get into a rave that I don't really want to go to. Well, it's all about broadening your horizons, Tim. It's all about you experiencing new things and deciding if it's for you or not. I should be in bed by now. 
<laughs> if you play your cards right, you might get to stay over up there somewhere. Now, I've, I've run to give you the good news, mate. I, I thought about this, and I thought it's pretty harsh that I'm making you go till, till five in the morning, or even three in the morning. So I'm going to let you get out early. The play goes for three hours, so you only have to go for three hours. But it's three hours from the moment you step in the place. Well, but I haven't got any control over that. That's the problem. Well, if it's an hour to get in, you've got to stay to one. Bullshit. I want to see a photo from inside the place, and that's when it's time starts. There's room for negotiation, yeah? Absolutely not. That's me letting you off easy. Uh, no, it'll be fine. It'll be okay. It'll be, right. it'll be an air of acceptance, and everyone will get on, and I'll just have a couple of quiet coronas, and then I'll go home. Yeah, cut the cork. Just make sure if anyone buys your drink, just make sure you check it and make sure it doesn't taste funny or anything like that. Well, now, as soon as you send me that photo of you inside, that's when the clock starts. And I'll be checking yeah. in every half an hour, okay? Yeah, I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, buddy. Have fun. Bye. So that was early on in the night, Tim. Mm. Uh, by that stage, I think your spirits were probably fairly low. They were. Now, can I just say, they in that clip I say I'm driving up Punton Road, and it's the first time in some time that I myself have actually driven uh, around that area. Down near intersection at Swan Road and Punt Road, you need a degree in astrophysics to figure out. I know the one you're talking about, but I'm surprised that's what you're worried about. Would you have had to go into the drag race? Just, it was the crowning sort of... I just think you were that angry by then. I was, yeah. There was steam coming out of his. But it is the most complicated intersection in the world. But they reckon it works. Okay. Uh, but yeah. Cool. Anyway, right. Probably not the point we're trying to get at. So well, Probably not, but I can see why you're trying to get away from the point. Because the next time I rang you, yeah. right, you were standing, I think you're joining, no, you just gone in. I think. Yeah, so I'll, I'll feel in on what happened in between. Because right? I was watching Kindergarten Cop. It was a really good film, actually. I don't know if you've seen it, Tim. <laughs> but, ah, Arnie, oh, he's it's so good. It's not a He's so good. There's about three laughs in the whole movie. It's supposed to be a comedy. But it, it, I was watching that, and I sort of almost, I a little bit just forgot about it. You know when you sort of mind, just, and then all of a sudden like, oh, I haven't spoken to Tim in half an hour. Yeah. This is going to be great. So I decided to give you a call, and you must have just got in, because this is what come up next, listeners. All right. Hello. Hello, mate. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. What are you up to? Mate, I'm the youngest person here by about 20 years. Oh, you had that drag rave tonight. Sorry, mate. I keep forgetting. Why do you do this? Why do you do this every time? I keep forgetting, mate. I'm like immersed in a movie here. Yeah, and you I, forget, do you? I forget that you're out there doing that. Yeah, what's it like? No, it's, pretty, well, it's pretty empty at the moment, but... Uh, Apparently it doesn't kick off till about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, so I'll wait for that. Ah, oh, so you won't want to leave at midnight, then you want to hang around, you know, like if it sort of Not a chance. kicks I'm off already then. Count, I'm already counting the minutes. Is it on a couple of different levels? Is that right? Yeah, so it's on uh, two different levels. It's much smaller than I thought, actually. So you've got the maybe downstairs the stage and the um, main turntables yep. for the uh, intellectual property thieves to use. And then upstairs is like a much smaller section than you have on the third level, which has got the toilets in it. Have you found anyone there to hang with or...? Yeah. No, mate, no, no, at all. Like I say, and I'm not bullshitting you. I'm, I'm dead set that I'll see you by at least 20 years. Some guys have daddy issues. They might see that as a positive. Yeah, I've got no words. Look, you know, <laughs> let's, let's just do our three hours and then I can go. All right, mate. Well, look, while you're there, you might as well get into the music, really start to feel it. Just let your body move with the rhythm. Oh, uh, mate, the, the fleas of a thousand camels infest your jocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Well, I'll check in on you a little bit later once you've had a bit of time to acclimatise. <laughs> uh, I hope this play on Thursday is really shit. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, buddy. Have fun. Bye. 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 So... I've got to say, by the time I got to that point, I'd already waited in the line outside. Now, even waiting in the line outside, right, that's when the alarm bell started to ring because I looked up and down the line and I was in... You sent me a picture. Wait, wait. What made it worse, what made it worse, right, was the line outside was in two bits, right? So there was the bit for the people that hadn't bought tickets and there was the bit for the people that had pre-bought their tickets like I had. So yeah. it, it just made me look like more of a just narky perv because... I was prepared for it. I have planned you, for this. You already week. had the ticket. Already you had didn't the have ticket. to line up. Now, I had because I had two tickets, right? Because that's the rules of the game. You have yeah, to buy two. two. Yeah. And anyway, there was a, a young couple there. The, the guy was on the, I've already bought a ticket side of the line. And his girlfriend was on the, I haven't bought a ticket side. And I thought, here's a good way to reach out. Maybe make some friends, whatever. Someone to talk to. Yeah, for. that's a good idea. So I gave her the extra ticket. Yeah. And then she hopped across. She said, oh, thanks. And then just didn't, didn't talk speak to, to you again. Again, which is fair enough. I wouldn't either. But yeah. 
Like, I am not kidding. Like, it wasn't an average thing. You know, you go to some places and you say, oh, I throw out the average age by so many years. Yeah. I was the oldest person there by at least 20 years. I, I like, you sent me a photo, right? And because you took a photo, everyone... It looked like everyone was just staring at you in the photo. But they were. It's, it's like they're going, now he's, now he's taking photos. Yeah, like, this is definitely a cop. That's why I didn't take that many photos. Because, so when I was in the line outside, they'd like, check your ID regardless of your age. Yeah. And all the bouncers are just looking at me going, what the F are you doing here? <laughs> and then all and the people- you, are, you know what your problem was? What? And I told you this from the start. What? I said to you, just mm. like when I had my daughter's- birthday party and I got dressed up as a woman for her, her murder mystery thing. You did well If too. you throw yourself into it, you'll have a great night. If you had got dressed up, you know, put on a skirt and a, a nice blouse, some, some stockings, because I've seen your legs, they're very hairy and I know you don't like to shave them. No. So some stockings would have been sufficient. You know, you could have put on a bit of lippy, a wig, and you would not have turned one head, Tim. You would have fit in beautifully. I still would have been the oldest person there by 20 years, but I suppose yeah, but then, if I'd done my makeup right, I'd probably Yeah, you know, you'd probably get away. Take 10 years off. <laughs> now, I rang you two more times for the rest of the night, yeah, right? Because, yeah. I, like I said, I had, I had things to do. It wasn't like I was just sitting around waiting to yeah. call you or anything. Right. But this is the third time. And I can see, I think the listeners will see that this time you're you're through the roof. So what? what your frustration of- levels and your vitriol. Have you gone through this? Have you censored it? <laughs> uh, I don't think I did. Let's just play it anyway. All right. All right. We're pre-recording. Yeah. Hey buddy, how you doing? You having fun? No, not at all. You know what? What's going on? Oh, mate, come on. What about some of the DJ acts that were on all throughout the night? Yeah, fantastic, yeah. They all sound the same. You'd just be sitting there. You can't drink because you've got to drive later. That's right, yeah. yeah. You can't take any recreational drugs. No. So you'd just be sitting there looking angry and you must look like the biggest narc of all time. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So I'm, I'm in. I'm not joking when I say throwing away the oldest person in there. I'm there on a dare. Every cop in there probably thinks I'm a drug dealer. Every drug dealer in there probably thinks I'm a cop. And then everyone else thinks I'm a pedo. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the worst thing I've ever done. Um, and the thing is, like, if you go up and try to make conversation with anyone, they're all going to look at you like. Oh no, he thinks he thinks we're on something. I know, and I've already checked the cricket store in England about fifty times. Like, you know, they only move so quick. <laughs> have you got KO on your phone, mate? You can just check. Have, have you got KO on your phone? I do, yeah. yeah. I don't know how much more, I don't know how much longer I'll last, to be honest. And you can do whatever you want to me, but. <laughs> Come on, mate. I'm going to go. I'm going to go. You've got to last for 12, otherwise you're going to do a whole new one. That's fine. I'll do anything else but this. <laughs> I'm going to go. All, All right. right. <laughs> yeah. So I think we sort of got the, the, the feel of the night. Like, yeah, but the music wasn't uplifting then. <laughs> Honestly, to me, and I know, you know, you often make comment on my musical taste, but it did set all sounded the same. And I looked up at one stage, and the person on the turntables, who I'm reliably informed is called a DJ, he had little bunny ears on and was like doing those. Like, I don't know the little pumping the arms. Pumping the arms yeah. and, Why and, did you get into it? Why didn't you get up on the dance floor and start just pumping it out, mate? Uh, several problems. It would have been a podium. Probably. You could have you could have nodded your head, and they would have been able to see it from everywhere. It would have been yeah. great. A couple of good reasons. One, oh. I'm 44. Two, I wasn't off my face. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing was, though, like, because so, I, I thought I'll just stand in a corner. I'll just stand in a corner and just see this out, right? Yeah. And all the young people would look at me because I was wearing a black T-shirt and blue jeans. So I think they thought I was a bouncer. Then they'd see me drink a bit of a beer. And they go, he's and not a bouncer. They go, hang on, he's not a bouncer. So they're all, they're all let's say that it's a rave. They're probably peeing. I would have thought and, so. And just staring at you going, he's looking at us. Yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. And so, you Was know, it the worst night of your life? Oh, no, they're probably, you know, when my mum died, that was pretty bad. So, <laughs> Is this like second to that? <laughs> Very close. Oh, God. No, but, and the thing was too is that they just they, there was this aura, this vibe of what the F is that guy doing here? Like, yeah. That's how much yeah. I stood out. I just want to try and impress on listeners how much I stood out. <laughs> there, was no, there was no sort of, you know... <laughs> Air of acceptance, you know, all comers, it was, you are way older than everyone else. What are you doing? And, and everyone's just staring at you with yeah. hatred. And that's why you'll notice I didn't send yeah. you that many photos because I didn't want to take, take photos. Yeah, and that's fair yeah, enough. Because they all just look at you like, why are you taking photos? And Look, to, to be fair, it's probably going to be tough sitting in that crowd watching that play too. 
Thursday night. No AirPods, right? No AirPods. Hey, you never said that. You can't make up rules now. All right, now, I haven't got the last call. You know why I haven't got the last call? Go on. Because you wouldn't even answer it, right? Yeah, yeah. And and then when I spoke to you the next day, I didn't have my recorder with yep. me. But you said that you just said, no, stuff this. I'm not staying till the end. No, like, you were meant to stay till five originally. That, uh, do you know what? It's funny because I went home, obviously, went to sleep. I woke up for a wee at like five past four. And I thought I'd still, I'd be, still be there. I'd still be there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I gave you till three on air last week. You did. And then I rang you on the way there and said, mate. Midnight. Midnight. Yeah. And you couldn't even last no. till midnight. That's three hours, Tim. You could have watched a movie on your phone. I was in the kebab shop before then. <laughs> you did say that you got a kebab yeah. on the way out. Oh, jeez, it was good. So, I don't know, I'll tell you what, every cloud, right? Yeah, and I had a beautiful kebab on the way home. There we go. That doesn't do anything for me. No, I don't care about you. No, well, the thing is, right, because you haven't done it, there's got to be a penalty for that. Yeah. I get to choose a whole new one. Now, I've got a couple oh, here. Now, hang on, a whole new one. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah, is it? Yeah, well, well, of course. You didn't do it, mate. Like, it's like if I don't even bother turning up to the play, there's got to be a penalty. All right, what do you got? And, and while, you know, you did turn up, you didn't really... But I did, that's uh, the thing. I'll tell you what, I was, close, I was close to not going. I'll give you the hot tip. I'll tell you what. All right, I'll, I'll let you off. Oh. I'm being very generous here, only because I know that you it was one of the worst things you've ever done <laughs> in your life and that you actually felt like you might have been in danger at some stage. And, and, and what I want to say to listeners as well, it's nothing to do with the fact that it was a drag rave or it was a yeah run by it, it, it was purely the fact that you were the oldest bloke there at a rave that's right yeah and I was, still, was there anyone even in drag you haven't really no, mentioned I, that no I don't I don't remember seeing anyone in drag I remember seeing a young fellow with jewellery stuck to his face but no one was uh, no one in drag uh, and I, you know what I thought the apparently was, wasn't stuck to his face before he went in the toilet <laughs> stop it Sorry. And, and I, I thought you know I'd love to get a photo of that to show you or put it on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't. I couldn't take a photo because I would have been beaten up by the bouncers, probably. Yeah. Mm. So, anyway. So, right, I'll well, let you off. It I was brave that. enough just turning up for an hour and a half and then getting the kebab and going home. That's all it's yeah. good too. It was just like knowing when you, the, the second time we rang, knowing you still had all that time to go, the <laughs> despair in your voice, that was enough for me. I only just need to hear that once, listeners, and uh, and I'm, I'm satisfied I've done my uh, job. That's great. Well, we'll report back on the play next week. Yeah, next week, yeah. And then the week after, we might start a whole new lot. Yep. Okay, so good. We, and then we're going to have some fresh rules in place too, but we'll go over those. We'll next go over those time. next time. All no, right, no worries. Well, uh, yeah, would you like a little bit of... I'll give you a choice because you've been down a little bit. <laughs> I'm going to give you the choice, right? Oh, yeah, go on. Uh, we've got a little bit of Tool, a little yeah. bit of Pearl Jam, and a little bit of Radiohead. Uh, Pearl Jam, please. Okay, here's a bit of Live. Independent Films, station sponsor. Feel like abusing someone? Now's your chance. It's Fat and Ginger's Mailbag. Yes, and I haven't got my headphones on. Hang on. And you got new headphones this week. Tim, we haven't mentioned those yet. Oh, I have. For anyone who's listened the last couple of weeks, I've been paying Tim out about his Kmart headphones mm. he bought for $15. Yep. Uh, that, that were... They were crap, weren't they? Yeah, they were. And you bought the same ones as me, which is cute. It was completely by accident. Yeah, well, I yeah. just thought we were like twinsies. Twinsies, but, yeah. Um, I'm worried about the size of my head now. <laughs> if you can get them on. That's it. I'd have an extra bit welded in there. Now, <laughs> so, mailbag this week, It's there's no prizes for guessing what it's all about. Yeah, a lot of people were following the whole... Incident. Forced night out. The incident. I like how you put that. The forced night out story because you were posting photos on Facebook as, yep. it, as it went on, which yeah, is good, yeah. good of you. Yep, Keep everyone you, informed. Yeah. So we had quite a few comments around that. So I think that's what most people were interested in mm. this week. All right, here we go. What do we got? All right. So Lauren in Mount Dunedin. I uh, can't believe Tim only stayed 90 minutes on Sunday night. Soft. That was. Yeah, I did see that one and I, yep. I'm not happy about it. Yeah. So uh, you're agreeing with that? I don't even. Look, how do I know if you even lasted 90 minutes? That's the thing. Well, you just have my last phone call was after an hour, and next mm. time I rang you, you didn't answer. So who's, <laughs> who's to know what time you got I, out of there? I blanked you. Yeah, you would have got the ring, ring, beep, beep. Yeah, beep. it was like <laughs> one of those. Yeah, and I've gone, ah, he's on his way home for yeah, sure. I think I definitely had enough by yeah, then. Yeah. So Lauren, I agree with you. It was it was soft. Uh, we're going to bring some rules in. I've just spoken to Tim while the song was playing, and we're going to bring some rules in just to stop this sort of nonsense, because otherwise, what's the point of putting a word out there if you're just going to let it fall to the ground? Oh, stop. Yeah? Stop you it. feel guilty now? Not at all. Uh, <laughs> Robin in Sydney. Uh, Robin in Sydney said, what a shame, Tim. I thought you had grit. Wow. Yes. So that's, that's, well, you're getting a lot of- That's pretty harsh, actually. A lot of uh, criticism here, Tim. I hope you're- 
taking this in. Oh, I'm taking all the feedback on board. You're right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Hope it's sinking into that big head of yours. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's funny actually. I went to uh, went to the movies yesterday to see Maverick. After all that, yeah. And they came in and made me sit in the back row. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We can hear it. We know there's some planes flying somewhere. That's right. That's brilliant. That's right. So they'd see the plane fly in one side and they're not seeing it fly. It looked like it would go through your ears. Got to do it yourself. Yeah, good uh, on you. Jody and Leopold says, it's crazy how you only stayed for that long when you were so excited to go. Yeah, good on you, Jody. She's with me, mate. We... We're just, we're just a little disappointed. Well, and you know? I'm sorry that I've disappointed my adoring public. Yeah. But you weren't there. We, we tried to dress you up during the day, Jody and I. We tried to find a nice matching outfit that would make you fit in. If you had listened to us, you would have had a lot better time because you wouldn't you wouldn't look like a narc for a start. Oh. Police aren't going to dress in what we had for you. And and the only problem with it was we had the vest mm. and, and the shirt. It, it looked good, but we wanted something we could unbutton so you could see like a tuft of orange hair coming out the top. Orange and grey. Like something yeah. like Boogie Nights or something, oh, yeah. Stop. Um, but if, next time, next If I'd time. been enough, I could have grown a handlebars moustache too oh if we'd had enough lead-in time to make it worse. Great. Now, look, uh, I've got a printed-out run sheet here which bears no resemblance to what we're actually what doing. We're actually, I don't know what we're doing either. So, do we know what we're doing? Does anyone know what we do? No, that's right. Look, do uh, we have, have we got something from Aaron the Angry Trader this week? Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah sorry, mate. So yeah, I think yeah. he's been on the... Uh, well, you know, he's... Uh, People are writing in about that left, right, and centre. They love it. Actually, no, nobody has. <laughs> nobody has. And like but I said, it's good we've, we've only got six or seven of them to get through. So. <laughs> <laughs> we recorded them all in one night. So, yeah. all right, here's Aaron the Angry Trading. Love it. Tuesday, 14th of June, 2022. Parked in a disabled car space while dropping off young Sharon at school. Then gave the finger to a person with a disabled parking permit sticker on their car. Now off to buy a can of Woodstock and a deck of darts and out on home. So there you go. That's from Aaron. It is, yeah. Gee, they get better and better. <laughs> I, I told you about them from the start, mate. You didn't listen. <laughs> no, nah, we did it. We're going to put them out. We just lost 16 listeners then. <laughs> just lost uh, our listeners. Which was, we've only got 15, so. Um, can I suggest that we hop into that's crap? Do you want to go straight into oh, it? I think so, yeah. Why not? All right, hang on. Yeah, yeah. you're really testing me That's now. right, yeah. Eh? Uh, it's all yeah, fun I know games, she's on the other yeah. foot. Don't believe the hype. That's actually crap. All right. So uh, That's Crap is a segment where we look at things that people genuinely or generally like or are fond of, and we point out that they are in they fact They are crap. not. Yeah, that they're in they fact crap. They are crap. Now, I actually like yours better, so I think you should go first. Yeah, okay. Well, I put a lot of thought into this one. Yeah. When you rang me and asked me about <laughs> four o'clock, what are you talking about? <laughs> but, but one thing I noticed today, right, and I had a mate message me uh, who we're going to get on the show soon, uh, Mark Morant, mm-hmm. and he said, are you going to stay up and watch the soccer mm. overnight? Because, mm. it, you know, Australia's on. I think it was on at like four. Four, I think, this morning. 4.30. Yeah. Kicked off at four, yeah. And I said, you know, I'll, I'll set me alarm, but the chance of me getting up might Slim. not be great. Yep. You know, I usually go to bed late, as you know. You do, yeah. You're a night out. A bit of a night out. So that's exactly what happened. The alarm went off. I said, no, sir, Bob, I'll get an extra few hours in bed. As it turned out, a good call, because I could have got up at 7 o'clock just that's, in time for the penalty shootout. Right, so true. Yeah, like my old man did. He got up and just watched the penalty shootout. Yeah. He goes, oh, I feel like I've watched the whole game. I've and done well. Have. And yeah. that was the exciting bit. And that's all anyone's talking about. Yeah. Is, is the, the goal that got brought on. Yeah. And saved the goals and won big, it. Big, uh, tall... Eddie Redmayne. No, not Eddie Redmayne. He's an actor. Yeah. His last name was Redmayne. I don't know. Oh, was it? I, I don't know the bloke, but no, I can imagine he would have been a big gangly... Well, covered a lot of the goal with your arms and legs, right? Yeah. 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 But, but look, the, the, the thing is, why I brought it up for this category, right, mm. is that everyone's pumped today. I've just seen emails coming here, Australia qualified for the World Cup, how good is this? And I'm thinking, we, we barely made it against some pretty average size. We but made it on a penalty shootout at the last. We we're probably the last side to get in. Is it really going to matter? No. Is it really going to matter? Have that you we're seen there, who's in our or group? Or are we just going to play three games and go straight out? Have you seen who's in our group? No. Denmark. Yeah. Okay. France. <laughs> yeah. And Tunisia. Tunisia, we, we might be a chance against. Oh, I don't know. Do they, they have shoes yet? They'll be pretty good, even in bare feet. I tell yeah, you. Oh, it is in Qatar. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's going to be about fifty degrees. They're going to be playing on sand, I reckon. That's got to be the biggest rort of all time, isn't it? Qatar. Oh, don't even get me started on well, that. Well, I think we might have discussed it one of the early episodes, actually. Yeah, I think so because my parents lived over there for a bit. That they did too. And that's right. They were there when Qatar got it, mm. and it was just rort. Oh, just absolute bribery, um, like like on another level. And you've and, heard it here first on Fat and Ginger. Can I can I just say that yeah. when things get mentioned on fat and ginger things 
Happy. Well, we know that from so, the past. So yeah. Dixie Drumsticks, the biscuits came they, back. They come out. There Gladys was a jiggle in. War kicked off in Sarajevo. That's right, did too, yeah. As we mentioned it. That's right. Attention. Someone listened to us there. That's right. Gladys Berejiklian got fired after we mentioned her on our show. Yeah. yeah. And then Robert Hughes got deported, got released from jail on parole and deported after we mentioned him on Fat and Ginger in the Stan Dexter segment a couple of weeks back. Oh, that just happened? Yeah. Robert yeah. Hughes from Hey Dad? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah because he well, renounced- How did he get deported? Because he renounces Australian citizenship, so he must have dual citizenship, and so he's been deported. So he's got, he cracked it because he got caught, so he'd stick it up your backside, and they said, oh, well, you're Sweet someone right. else's yeah. problem yeah. now. That's right, yeah. Where's he from? Uh, England, I think. I think he's got a dual citizen. Uh, yeah, they thrive over there, don't they? Oh, stuff. Yeah. You're, from, you're from England, aren't you? <laughs> you were born in England? I wasn't yeah. born there. I was born here, thanks very much. Where? I was born in Francis Perry House in Carlton. Were you really? Yeah, within stone's throw of the brewery. Oh, I thought you were English. I am. Well, I've got a passport. Yeah. Oh, a passport. Yeah. Because yeah. mum and dad. Is that just so they could take you back at an early age? <laughs> That's right. No, no. For a little bit? No. Oh, mate, would you? I wouldn't want to live there. No? No. Now, so... So, yeah, yeah, we're way off topic here, aren't we? We are. So, so basically what I'm trying to say is that us making it, who cares? It's got shades of the 2020 World Cup, hasn't it? Yeah. Remember that? We only got into it because we won it. If we hadn't won it, no one would have cared. We've only really into the Soccer World Cup because we made it in. Oh, hang on. What are you talking about, 2020 World Cup? No, I'm just saying it's a similar thing. To yeah. what? What, to, what are you talking? So I'm saying that the 2020 Cricket World Cup, the way we approach that is similar to this. Yeah. In yeah. that if we didn't make the Soccer World Cup, no one would care. No no one would care. If we had lost last night, not, yeah. no one would have batted an eye, no. mate. We're not good. The fact that we couldn't qualify in Asia... And they've got a lot of qualification spots, and we were, we basically picked up the last spot. I mean, we're that, not we're not good. Is that what happened? Yeah, we oh, I didn't we, know we that. couldn't qualify. We weren't good enough to qualify in Asia, so they go. Oh, you know what we'll do is we'll give some of the lower, lesser countries a little bit of a spotlight, and we'll we'll let them go and, and battle it out. And we just happen to be the big bully over there. Yeah, do about fifteen repper charges and go back, and then who'd we yeah, be? Is, um, is that worth celebrating, Tim? No. Do we do we celebrate mediocrity in this country? No. Ooh, do I pat you on the back for your effort on Sunday night? No. <laughs> All right. We've had enough of it. We've had enough we're, of mediocrity, and we want to see some people actually do what they say they're going to do, Tim. And we're the Eddie the Eel of <laughs> soccer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'll get some calls. Now, uh, so I'll give it to you. That is crap. Okay. And I appreciate your passion, too. Yeah. Now, uh, mine was wine glasses, right? And okay. Now, stick with me. Okay. So... You couldn't bring any samples in. <laughs> oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> Would have been easier nice to stick with it. Ch- cheeky peppery Shiraz. Now, um, so when you look at a wine glass, right, and, and if you've got white carpet, what's the thing you're invari- invariably going to spill on it? Yeah, red wine. Red wine. Yeah. Now, look at a wine glass, right? If there was ever a vessel that's custom made to be tipped over, yeah, it's a, a good wine point. glass. And they break so easily. And they easily. break so easily. So you look at it, right, you've got a tiny base, then yeah. a thin stem and all the weight at the top. At the top. So the ready to topple. Ready to topple. Mm. Right. So it's it's like almost the it's a bit cu- like your head, isn't it? <laughs> like when you think about it like that, like you've got these little stumpy legs <sighs> yeah, and then you've okay. got this like, you know, a normal sort of body and then this massive weight at the top. I'm surprised that you don't fall more. Topple over. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, mate. I interrupted you. Great. Got, got, underneath the head, there's grazes And, and it's on the, the same colour as the wine. Ah, oh, stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> It's actually, it's, that's all right. That's good stuff. It's a good little um, analogy, I think. It is, it is. But I think that, in fact, wine glasses were designed in consultation with carpet manufacturers. You reckon? Yeah. They made it easy yeah, for them. Well, made it easy. A bit like how I reckon car park designers are friends of panel beaters because they're small. Ah, so and you're getting it, dings all get the time. Dings and, oh, I'll go off to Barry the panel beater. That'll be $7,000 to fix your, you know... So this is the sort of stuff that people should be talking. Forget your your websites on nine eleven and the oh. moon landing and all that. Oh. Well, what about this rot that's going that's on right. between the, the wine makers and the carpet makers? That's right. Or the wine glass never, makers. That's right. Never mind your Lee Harvey Oswalds in there. Yeah, we all know he didn't do it. Move on. That's right. We need to know that wine glasses were designed by carpet manufacturers. Exactly. And that's why they're all heavy at the top like I am and the tiny little base. Well, you know what? I think if you've got white carpet in a place where you're drinking wine, Tim, you deserve what you get. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Is that a fair point? Fair point. Okay, but I will give you that scrap. Thank you. Because they are a pain in the backside. Uh, and what I have, we d- did discover what? when we were running the comedy night and we mm. were out of the glass ones, we got the plastic ones and people liked them more. They, that's because right. Because they're less hard. To, there's not so much of a big long stem. No, that's right. They're shorter. And they're, if you pump them, you're not that's right. as likely to knock them over. And people are less nervous. 
Yeah. People are nervous around wine glasses. Yeah, we shouldn't be, should we? The glass isn't the star We're of the show. We're better than them. We are. The glass isn't the star of the show. Yeah. The wine inside it is. It's like the kaffir limes on the kaffir lime tree thinking they're the star of the show when it's the leaves. How not dare the they make us nervous? That's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sick of these wine glass makers. People avoid wine glasses. That's yeah. Right. Just try drink, have something else. Just drink out of tumblers. Yeah, like try, try heroin. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did, did I go too far? Play a song, quick. <laughs> Thanks to our sponsors again, keeping the lights on here at 94.7 Pulse FM, and that's about us, Lukey. Yeah, that's it. It's going to be a short one tonight, yep. because I do have to duck off. You I apologise for that. No, no. But we're going to go see someone much funnier than me. Oh, yeah. Um, and nearly on your level. Oh, stop. No, 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 no. He's, um, he might even be better than me. He's a superstar. Very funny man, Jim Jeffries. I'm really looking forward to it. You can tell how much I'm looking forward to it. Last night, I didn't even realise I was going. Until <laughs> so I checked my diary for something else and go, oh, that's tomorrow night. Cool. That's it. So I'll go meet up with a couple of mates to try and get a quick uh, beverage in. and Absolutely. And, and in we go. But uh, yeah, look, it's been a, a good show, I think. Robbo was great. Fantastic. Uh, we got to hear all about your force night out. Yep. That's um, it. We'll hear more about mine next week. We will. Can't wait. Yeah, I might only go for a third of it. Yeah, no, that's, I, I accept that. That's yeah. fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I might we'll, just poke my head in and go, no, it's not for me and leave. <laughs> oh, I guarantee you. Know, because someone's you. looking at me funny. Oh, you know? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, you did longer than I would have, mate, don't worry. <laughs> All right, Although well, I would have made a night of it. Yeah. I would have got dressed up. You would have. I would have uh, yep, yeah, yep, got yep. Blasted. Yeah, that's right, yeah. And, uh, you know, probably got home at six in the morning. That's right, you would have. You would have done it in style, too. Yeah. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening and uh, Pulse FM for having us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Okay, well, hang on one sec. I've got the <laughs> outro ready. Right, well, we'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. System shut down.